0: Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and I just opened a Loganitas IPA. Mm. With me, as always, is Taylor Salin. Hey, you how's it going, everybody? And Lauren Sperling.
1: Hi, friends.
0: Um, I'm fully vaccinated, and I got to see Taylor, yeah. in person last week, and it was glorious. It was great.
1: Jellies.
2: I know. I only we wish did a lot of things. Tested.
0: We. We drank a lot yeah. of beer. We smoked a lot of weed. We <laughs> ate a lot of we ate a lot of red vines and In and Out. Mm. It was
2: uh, oh, it was fun times. It was just like the old times. Seriously, man, <laughs> it was like crazy, dude. It was like being back, transported back to uh, what 2016? 2015, 2016? Yeah, man, it was wild.
0: I woke up face down on his couch, like in the middle of the night. Like, oh, what, ha- what <laughs> happened? He was like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, go, go to the spare room. You you have Look, a bed.
2: Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed, young child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dad. was glorious, and
2: yeah. we shall do it again. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Taylor, before we get into the episode, you know what you got to do. Roll me those sweet, smooth jams.
1: Wooka, wookah.
2: I feel like that one was too high pitched but whatever no, i'm always like critical are, of my wookas I, you what are and yourself. they're
1: always great
2: okay well good i'm glad i'm just trying to make the no best. one else has no one else has done them so it's like who, who are you who confident are you comparing yourself wookas to? oh no i have confident wookas i just you know i want to do the best i can do i want to make the best <laughs> i have confident uh, wookas yeah. <laughs> confident wookies wookies if there's any pull <laughs> quote for this podcast, I've got confident Wookas, dude it'd yeah. be one of them. Just trying to hone my craft, Joel. that's all uh it's look it's, it's pretty pro. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's good. I mean, after five years, it probably should be <laughs> hopefully
0: yeah um a lot of us uh have kind of watched the same shit. For what Mm -hmm. we've been watching. So Mm -hmm. this is going to be seamless and easy, and I won't hate it as much as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely right. Um, Um, The reason that Taylor and I hung out was to watch Godzilla versus Kong.
2: Yeah, indeed.
0: (laughs) Okay, look, I'm going to be honest with the listeners. Um, We hung out the week prior to Godzilla versus Kong, because that's when we thought it was coming out. Because if you had Googled it, it said the 25th. Mm-hmm. So we hung out on the 25th, and then it was like, bap, it's the 31st. Yeah. Um, but we did finally end up watching it, and indeed. Lauren also watched it.
1: Yeah, I did. I did indeed.
0: My bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lauren
0: just threw to the chat. She's
2: like, we weren't we we weren't gonna start with that.
0: And oh, that's like, okay. You well, mean, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. What it
3: is
2: you got to roll with the punches, you know?
1: I was trying not to interrupt the episode, Joel, and yeah. call you out in front of
2: everybody.
0: <laughs> I was
1: just like, oh, that's not what we talked about, what but it, this is what where it, we are.
0: Would it be this podcast? <laughs> if, uh, if, if, we if I didn't call like, you out? Ah, we fucked up. Yeah. That's true. Well, um, we could just use the ending to okay. then transfer. It. I mean, like, they work vice versa. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we'll
2: make it work. True. The magic of editing. Uh,
0: Lauren, what did you think about... Taylor and I can talk with each other. How did you feel about this movie?
1: Um, I thought it was fun. I going into it, I had not seen any of the previous monster films of the franchise. Um, which is
0: honestly surprising to me, I'm going to be honest.
1: I know. I I don't know. From the trailers, I never really like was super super interested in it and like no one ever was like, "Hey, let's go see it." Um, fair. But so I started it and I got like 10 minutes in and I was like you know what I'm sure I could get through this movie but like I kind of want more of the lore of of this world mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so then I went back and I watched King Kong and Godzilla King of monsters because I forgot that there was a Godzilla before that but it did the job anyway yeah um and I got invested in the world and so I I had fun with. Godzilla versus Kong. When I went back to it, and I and I'm glad in the end that I did do that because there were some direct references and stuff to the previous films yeah. that made it all the better for knowing what they were talking about. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was it a
1: perfect yeah, oh, movie? Absolutely. Nah. Was it a fun God movie? No. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can see. Yeah, you could say that about all of the MonsterVerse films. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what actually though, I don't know. Kong Skull Island uh, Cole, That that blah, 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 Skull Island was pretty blah. good. Kong Skull Island was like a pretty good film, I
2: think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think part of the reason why Kong Skull Island for me like stands out amongst the other Monsterverse movies that have been released thus far is because like it's pretty self aware as to what type of movie it wants to yeah. be and like doesn't take itself too seriously and like kind of plays with the tropes and conventions of the genre a little bit but also like mm-hmm. is earnestly like t- trying to tell a decent story and i just feel like you know that's part of the reason for me why god uh not only kong skull island but you know godzilla versus kong is so entertaining because it just you know uh it's very self-aware in terms of what it's trying to do and not being like a, like a serious you know take on these uh characters yeah
1: totally monsters,
2: so and john c Riley's in it Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: I mean, anything with John C. Riley and Sam Jackson, like, come on now, you know what I mean? Like, the cast in that movie is kind oh, of the ridiculous, Cap- fucking like, stacked.
1: Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um,
0: yeah. It was. I think. I. I. I think that's my exact review of it. So, if we don't want to, you know, delve too deep into it, is it like I had. I. I had fun. To be fair, I was like. Uh, like uh moon level, like stoned. Um, <laughs> but I, I just remember like, like hitting Taylor on the chest and being like, "Dude, we live in a world where fucking King Kong is fighting Godzilla," and he was like, I know, "It's great." Yeah. Well, yeah, like I will say much, like, I was the
1: opposite of that, and I still enjoyed it. So,
0: <laughs> is the opposite of being stoned just just sober, or were Stone you like cold sober? S- Super sober,
1: I I was I was I was super so sober mm. because oh, wow. I need, I had to be yeah <laughs> because I had to
2: be I mean that's copy that that's fair <laughs> um you know what I mean uh, yeah no but even then like you know that like okay I don't want to go too like uh, spoiler into this movie obviously but
0: fuck it y- fuck well
2: it. so I'll just say that I think the screenplay is like absolutely like ludicrous and 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 terrible in a lot of ways and yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know if you guys felt this way but it's pretty apparent that this movie was like hacked to shit because there are like top build characters that have like three two or three lines in the movie like i think um fuck who's it? lance reddick lance reddick is like one of the top build people in this movie and he's in like one scene you know what i mean and oh really way. so it's and, and uh lance, he plays um hold on let me see here i have to look it up uh, it's been a minute.
1: Oh, what the hell? Copy
2: that.
0: <laughs> He's um,
1: um, Gellerman.
2: Gellerman, yeah, something like that. I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm I'm trying to look on Wikipedia, but it's look. This is how funny it is. He's like one of the top build people in the movie, and he doesn't even have a character description on Wikipedia. Like, oh, here it is. Yeah, Gellerman. Oh, You're here. right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and uh especially like Kyle Chandler, like makes like one fucking he's in one scene in this movie like he just basically wandered onto set for like one day and, and was like hey I'm here I'm gonna shoot a scene you know and so it's yeah like there's, like, there's, stop there's definitely, listening to that garbage
0: podcast yeah
2: there's definitely evidence that this movie <laughs> was longer in terms of all the human elements and I think it's actually better off like not having any of that shit in the movie because as we know one of the biggest criticisms of these movies and I think it's a valid criticism is that the human stuff isn't really that compelling at the end of the day
0: yeah you know what i mean on like, the flip side though there's just no way to do an entire movie without you know it's like oh yeah if there wasn't dialogue or story yeah. it would just be like
3: raw oh, well of
0: ooh, course ooh, of ooh, course ah, ooh, yeah ooh,
3: Roar,
2: <laughs> it's like eh. i mean to, to be fair they're like there like if this movie was just the segments of godzilla and kong fighting like it would be almost perfect in a lot of ways but yeah. it wouldn't make sense but it would still be amazing but and Jesus Christ, a fucking loud-ass motorcycle outside. The point is, though, is, I like, obviously you have to have that human conduit to be able to develop, you know, progress the story. But I just think that, like, even, like, the previous, like, I think King of the Monsters is a great example of that, where it's, like, it tries to spend a little bit too much time developing, like, the human storylines. And, like, yeah. at the end of the day, you just don't care. You know what I mean? Um, I actually cared more about Kong in this movie than I did, like, any of the main characters in King of the Monsters. So let's put it that way. Um, But nevertheless, like, I think Adam Wingard does, like, a really, really good job of, like, basically making this a giant homage to, like, 80s action movies. Um, There are, like, tons and tons of references to, like, different uh, famous, you know, action characters, action beats, action movies from, from the 80s. Like... You know the most apparent one that I think we talked about it when we talked about the trailer was the um, the John McClane reference when he's jumping off the ship. Uh, (laughs) He basically takes the same pose as (laughs) like as as he's jumping off the building in Die Hard. So like yeah, you know there's a lot of good stuff in there like that. But overall, I think I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I'm not trying to be too critical, uh, you know, of this movie. But at the same time, like it's also kind of bad shit insane. Like Joel, I'm sure you can speak to this, but the whole sort of uh conspiracy element of this movie is pretty fucking wild. Like
0: look man, we all like they 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 really wanted like Mecha Godzilla to be like the big surprise in this movie. Which and for me the big surprise in this movie was the fact that like QAnon existed in this it was like (laughs) it was like there's a fucking flat Earth bro and there's a fuck it's like she listens to, like this conspiracy theory podcast, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh f- yeah, I'm sorry, not flat Earth. Earth. Flat <laughs> Earth is real. Hollow Earth is fake. Yeah, um,
1: obviously. I just yeah.
0: was not expecting this really weird fucking conspiracy theory storyline to take place. Um, it was kind of one of the things that like took me out of the movie. I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Like, just yeah. show the big monkey punch the big fucking lizard. Like, what are what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, the
1: well, whole trek." Into I mean, Hollow Earth and blah blah blah, like yeah, was quite strange.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's... like the fight with Mecha Godzilla, I think could have been like a like a good substitute for like. I mean, I just not that I wanted more Mecha Godzilla, but I thought it was just so odd that like the final battle was like the fight for Hollow Earth or what I don't know. Yeah. I was just
3: yeah. Like, eh. Well, I, I
2: see why they had to like they definitely lean heavy into it for sure, and I like I don't necessarily like have so much of a problem with that because at the end of the day, like what they had, the the whole point of all the hollow Earth stuff to begin with is they need to give Kong on, on, on a practical level. They need to give Kong like a way to actually be able to fight Godzilla because, uh, if he yeah. doesn't have the ax, like he would be fucked up in like two, like, Atomic breath, you're dead, fight over. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no compa- – so like I see on a functional level like why they had to do it. But you could have also spent like way less time on that. You know what I mean? And even more yeah. time on setting up the whole Mega uh angle or fucking Damian Bashir's character who I think literally shows up in the – do they even set him up in the first act? I can't even remember but I don't remember – uh, that necessarily being the case. Like, he just literally kind of popped up out of nowhere. Um, yeah. There's some really fucking weird trivia that I want to just run through with you guys on this, too. Like, for instance, <laughs> like, it. it's like, it, it, this is just via the Wikipedia, but it's like, Skarsgård prepared for the film by researching the hollow earth, like, as if it's a real thing, you know what I mean? Like, just the way they put it here, and learning sign language. But I just think it's funny that, like, Alexander Skarsgård is, like, yeah, I'm just going to look into Hollow Earth, man. Like, just going to go down that com- conspiracy rabbit hole, you know? <laughs> um, and then Julian Dennison, apparently, um, he they, they he read with uh, Millie Bobby Brown in this movie when they did uh, the testing process. They read scenes from Romeo and Juliet, which is like, the what? weirdest shit ever because there's not even, which I'm glad there's not like a love angle. What the fuck? In yeah. This, um, but there's no love angle whatsoever. So it's just kind of weird. Um, and so, yeah, I just, you know, there's just some, some really interesting trivia for this movie that I'm sure is going to end up coming out. But, um, yeah, that is very weird. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, Again, like the 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 cast here is actually really amazing. I mean, Brian Tyree Henry, Rebecca Hall, mm-hmm. who's like completely fucking wasted in this. Uh uh Brian Tyree
0: Henry does really I he look as much as I as much as I didn't like the conspiracy theory like element of the movie, mm-hmm. he did he did really he good did, in, yeah. in that role. Like, yeah. yeah. I well I was yeah. entertained because it was him doing it, but like while it was happening, I was like, uh I don't I don't I could do without this. <laughs> but at least, at at least I have you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And and basically, Brian Tyree Henry describes the character as a quote unquote crackpot with a level of heart and loyalty. Oh, yeah. So I mean, that pretty much, yeah. you know, that sums up your assessment there, Joel. So it's like that well, was and very, like very all much of like he
0: was never and like the best part is like he was never wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, yeah. like he, yeah, knew a- a- everything. He just had to like prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, QAnon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i did like how the axe looked like stormbreaker though
2: yeah right it was pretty cool yeah it's pretty good stuff
1: i was like wait are we getting a thor crossover over here
2: right,
0: right. i be, really was like weird. how does how do physics work in the fucking hollow earth and they just showed him like jump and then kind of like float and then just kind of like land on the other side and i'm like well, yeah all right I guess that's the obvious answer. Yeah.
1: By the way, Hollow Earth like is a real concept.
0: Oh, I I I know it is. Uh, oh, okay,
1: because you said Flat Earth was real, Hollow Earth wasn't. But
0: well, no, I'm just well. I mean, neither of them are real. That was well, the joke. true. Is that? But
1: I thought you meant like
0: <laughs> I was pretending real to be, be a Flat earther. No, no, I'd, 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 i it, got to be, be a Flat Earth. You know. um,
1: yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I didn't get the all the
0: people who believe of like the Deep State and the lizard people. Like the lizard people come from the Hollow Earth. Like lizard people. That's the fucking... Oh, man. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um, everyone knows that none of it's real, and we're all in the Matrix. Yeah. It's um, true. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Hardcore simulation. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this movie. Yeah, we all no. saw it. I really enjoyed the battles, obviously. Um, some of the God Zazilla shit was actually... I. Kind of liked it, although I will say Uh, it
2: makes no fucking sense that like Ghidorah, like the whole Ghidorah angle, like that didn't work for me really. Right? They
0: used the head to like,
2: which makes no sense because the head has been severed and like like it it it, it's stupid. Um, (laughs) But whatever. Like I'm not gonna that didn't that didn't bother me as much as the Hollow Earth stuff. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean no. Well, that's I'm saying like, but I'm also not gonna let it like. I'm not going to put too much weight into that, you know, for this movie, so to speak. So, yeah.
1: Well, speaking of cons- conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So QAnon, um, was in this moot No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> there was a good documentary on HBO called Q into the storm. Um, before actually really funny, but before we talk about that, I think this HBO documentary put vice to shame and and like they so like vice was gonna do like a q documentary just like this where it was like episodic and ah. they only did the first and they only did the first episode and then like no other fucking episode came out that i'm aware of because i was like waiting for episode two oh
3: wow. um
0: and i think it might be because this hbo documentary came out and hbo uh, like i don't know if they own vice but like all of vice's content is on is on hbo mm-hmm. um So I think there may have been a correlation there. Uh, But anyway, um, there's, it's, 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 it's been hotly debated on like who Q in this QAnon is. Um, So this documentary is not so much about like the things that these Q people believe, right. It's not like, let's dive into like comet ping pong and pedophilia and the D state. It's kind of like who the fuck, like where the fuck did these idiots come from and who is the ringleader clown of these fucking idiots. Yeah. 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 I feel comfortable saying that cuz I don't believe any QAnon supporters listen to this podcast um, cuz they would have because they would have quit a long time ago yeah.
1: uh, or um, made themselves known.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. Um I would have had an attempt on my life by now. <laughs> uh, or
1: or a blue Q would have shown up in your apartment.
0: Oh shit, is that what that is? There is oh, one good. No, I'm kidding. Um I <laughs> Taylor didn't watch it, right? But, like, Lauren and I both saw it. Um, Yeah. I'm going to say it's not a lot of new information that I didn't already know. Um, I'm pretty heavy into politics, so I kind of knew uh, the players of this game. Like, I knew who Ron Watkins was. I, like, Mm -hmm. knew this whole, like, 4chan, 8chan, 8 coon thing, like, where uh, these message boards got got started. Um, What is your background on... The knowledge of Q, uh,
1: yeah, not not a lot. Um, I mean, obviously aware of some of the the theories that they have and how they've acted upon them,
3: yeah. um,
1: and kind of the the fact that it spread so far so quickly, really. Um, and I'd heard of you know four chan and eight chan before, I'd never of eight coon eight coon, but mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know who most of these these players are because i'm not as big into politics and or the internet as you as you are so it's very true yeah
0: um i will say like the one thing that kind of took me by surprise and that i didn't know is um and this will be a spoiler i mean it's a documentary but it is a spoiler <laughs> um one thing i didn't know was like at some point in the documentary they're talking about how there was a a poster on 8chan who was Q and then there was like a, they called it like a trip code, but it just sounded like a password. Mm -hmm. Um, There was like Q's account was very obviously compromised Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: a poster on the the 8chan boards was like, hey, this isn't Q.
1: He was the mod of the board.
0: Right. He's like, this is someone else. And Code Monkey, who's a pretty popular person on the internet um at least on that on that corner of the internet Mm -hmm. um was like no it's definitely Q and like even though it very blatantly wasn't because the cadence was different like the writing style was different the things he was saying were kind of different um he kind of pushed for like the narrative of this is Q um and I had never heard that before yeah Um, which does lead me to believe the very I mean it's a long spanning documentary of like the creators of A-Chan splitting up and having a fight so on and so forth like this legal battle over years and years and years but the ending is like apparently like the discovery of Q and Ron Mm -hmm. Watkins who is this um, internet personality code monkey um, kind of admits that he's Q on camera Um, and like the whole time he's like the whole series he's like taunting this interviewer like like you know you'll never find out who q is and the interviewer is like yeah like i get that i'm just here to just kind of like document the process um and then in the last episode he's like talking to code monkey and he says something along the lines of like i've been doing this anonymously for years and now i'm just doing it publicly and then he was yeah. like oh but not as q and no shit like the interviewer just like starts, he just starts laughing because he's yeah. like, you like, I fucking, I fucking, <laughs> fucking got you, you idiot. Like, yeah. yeah. You just admitted it. That's um, funny. So I would go check it out. I think it's a lot of just, it's like a documentation process of, it goes up to even like modern day. We Like it talks yeah. about the insurrection, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. things like that. It's a lot of, um, I I would say if you don't understand incel culture, watching this is going to give you a little bit uh, of a glimpse into that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uncomfortable. It be yeah. uncomfortable.
1: Is, it is a pretty uncomfortable documentary to watch. I got to say, as someone who didn't know a lot about this whole thing and that whole culture and that whole sector of the internet, like, obviously I knew, like, Dark Web existed and stuff, but I didn't know that, like, that's what 4chan (laughs) kind of was. Um, So I, it is not for the faint of heart, I don't think, personally. Just fair warning if you do watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some, I don't know, I was surprised by some of the content that they actually showed in the documentary. Yeah. But I also thought it was a fascinating look into that. So I don't, like, regret watching it or anything. I was just like, oh, and that is now on my TV screen and forever burned into my brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do think (laughs) that I have to give the... I mean, he's not just the interviewer. He's the dude who, like, made the documentary. Yeah. Um, I have to give him mad props because this has obviously been a years-long process, and you kind of see the the behind-the-scenes of where he's like he really is tricking this R- ron watkins and his father jim he's like tricking them into like telling him information you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he knows they have these egos and he's just asking them leading questions like yeah. yeah knowing that they can't fucking resist like they may not say that they are q but like asking them leading questions like apparently in all q posts there's like these pens or these watches like You know like off just like barely off screen in like a picture
3: Mm -hmm. both of Mm -hmm. these
0: men have like pen and watch collecting obsessions and he'll just you know Mm. lee asks them really leading questions and i gotta give the dude props because i really do think like whether or not you believe it's ron watkins is q i think i i think the end of the documentary is like solid proof that it is ron Um,
1: at least this like second gen of q
0: Right. Yeah. You know? Which is yeah. like, if, if, which is, if that's I, true. The
1: problem child. Of yeah. Two. Exactly.
0: He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's just this like sad, pathetic boy on the internet. He has no military level clearance like Q claims to have. Right. So it's like, if this is the dude you like, the people are never going to accept it because they would have to accept that they got fucking duped oh, yeah, by a fucking course. loser incel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. Because they are all loser incels. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, I think it's pretty uh, freeing and like, like, oh, like, that's the fucking idiot? All right. Like, we can all move on with our lives, and hopefully hopefully, this documentary shows a lot of people the truth and that yeah. Uh, yeah. this QAnon bullshit can fade into obscurity. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Falcon and the Winter Soldier hey
3: <laughs> segway a television
0: show that exists <laughs> mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of times with wandavision when we were doing these two episode recaps i just got annoyed that we had to talk about the first episode because i just want to talk about the second episode <laughs> and today is no different episode four <laughs> blew my fucking mind hole yeah. Um, but we have to talk about episode three first yeah um Episode three opens up with a commercial from the GRC, which is the Global Repatriation. What does the C stand for?
2: Center, um, g- uh, council. council, Council,
0: Council. Yeah, Council. Uh, I mean, it makes sense to me, right? You got fucking so many people returning from the blip.
3: Mm-hmm. You, you
0: got to have, and apparently, the reason the flag smashers exist is because, like, there are, there weren't borders anymore, right? So, with all yeah, these, yeah, everyone back, was
1: like desperate for help, so anyone could kind of yeah. go anywhere and, and live anywhere they wanted.
0: Right. And we know that shit ain't gonna fly if, you know, <laughs> the world is back to normal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For
0: some reason, borders have to exist. I don't fucking... I'm, I don't fucking... <laughs> I, I don't get it. Um, But I don't know. I think the first major thing that might happen in this episode is, like, the Zemo breakout? Right? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. If- yeah. Anything really important happens before that.
2: No, they um, they go to uh we see Sam and uh, Bucky, they like arrive at the place and, and that's when Bucky's like, Let me talk to him and all this stuff. Yeah, and he's
0: like, You're an Avenger, he's not he's not gonna like Yeah. You.
2: Yeah. And yeah. and I like I thought that this whole sequence was was just really great. Like it you know, it was just a little uh I mean, obviously there's a lot of plot with the with the breakout that happens very quickly. Um mm-hmm. but Which I Which I'm loved- thankful for it, you know, it's like yeah. different yeah. like ocean's eleven
0: style as yeah, opposed to, exactly like, a, yeah, yeah, as opposed to like a long drawn out scene, it was mm-hmm. just kind of like
2: a cool montage, absolutely, yeah. yeah, 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 and I just the little character beats in that scene with pucky and um and Zima were like really nice, you know, and then yeah. the way it transitions to that to that sort of like breakout sequence it's Again, I, the thing I loved about it is that, like, oh, you think it's actually happening in real time, and then you quickly realize, as it's progressing, like, oh, no, this is definitely this already, already happened. already happened. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I just
2: yeah. love the- He's like, like, you broke Zemo
0: out? He goes, no, he broke himself out. But. Yeah,
2: well, yeah.
1: he's like, he's like
2: <laughs> hypothetically, what if, you know, like, the yeah. way that they play that scene, <laughs> yeah. um, Sebastian Stan's, like, line delivery and stuff, just s- spot on, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, good. So, yeah, they, br- they break out Zemo, and then they head to Madripoor, which I think is the f- First time we've seen Madripoor in MCU. It is. Right? It is
0: one hundred percent the first time, which is, is
2: exciting. Is pretty fucking
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know there was a lot of like speculation on the internet of like. Wolverine and Madripoor and it's yeah. like come on we weren't gonna fucking get that no but um, you
2: know yeah. they're setting that shit up for later use like oh. in that regard. oh 100% the so fact it's... that
0: like the power brokers like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the fact that Madripoor exists is in itself like we want this to be here for this character for later yeah right yeah. yeah but we didn't get it but we do get um, <laughs> we do I, I do like that as they're on their way there Zemo puts on like a pimp coat and he yeah. fucking has like a private jet and sam <laughs> yeah. is like where did this come from and like i'm you know i'm not gonna ever like be on zemo's side because obviously he you know he killed yeah. king tachaka but i'm starting to kind of like his like snarky personality because oh, yeah. like, i'm a fucking oh, yeah. i'm a fucking baron sam like yeah, yeah i may have forgotten of course that i'm I rich have as money. fuck yeah how do you how do you think
2: i did what i did in the first place like yeah it, yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense because they don't really like Spend time in Civil War, like trying to explain that because so much is going yeah. on. But yeah, it's just a great detail, you know. It's great world, great he world is, building. He is just a fucking rich old motherfucker, dude. Yeah. 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 And I think one of my, I think. The show has gotten just generally speaking, like immensely better with like Zemo involved, like with those two guys. Like yeah. it just it comp like, it, so. it complicates their relationship in a way that is like really good dramatically, but also just a hell yeah. of a lot of fun to like sit there and watch those characters it, interact. Like,
1: completes the that dynamic.
2: It really does. I feel it really like does you know and and yeah and so I think just having Zemo like be a part of this series in the way that he has, uh, almost painting him like um. Trying to find like a like a good comparison, but like you know that that like almost like a Loki, you know, where he's like
3: mm-hmm.
2: a good guy and he's also a bad guy and he has his own motivations, you know, and like um, yeah,
0: he's yeah. not necessarily a lovable bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't even say he's like a good or a bad guy. You know, no, like he's exactly. definitely like a villain to the Avengers, but the Avengers mm-hmm. also like blew up his fucking country. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's like it's shades of gray.
2: It's Shades of gray for sure. Yeah, you know? it's shades of gray for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: A but lovable I do like-
1: character. <laughs>
0: There you go. I mean, yeah. we get the Zemo fucking dance moves in the Yeah.
1: Episode. Dude, okay, yeah.
2: So, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, because people were, like, uh, we'll obsessing about cut. that. over. Yeah. And yeah. Then, well, and then, no, Daniel <laughs> Brule was like, so, by the way, like, in an interview, he was like, by the way, like, we shot a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, that you didn't see. And so, that's uh, when people were like, release the Zemo cut, and they fucking put it out, man. Yeah. It's like a 30-second so video good. of him just dancing. I was like, it's better thought- than the
0: Snyder cut.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, so I haven't watched it yet, so I can't clarify this, but yeah. I thought Marvel released an hour long
2: I th- I,
0: video I, of it, I think but I
1: don't know if it's just a loop.
2: I think it's him on a loop. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
2: Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, still, but I saw the- Still solid gold, though. Still
1: great, yeah. Yeah, you just
2: put that on in the background <laughs> at a party and dance with him. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah the funniest it, thing wonderful.
0: about this Madripoor moment is that Bucky and Sam have to pretend like they're bad guys. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. Bucky has to pretend like he's still the Winter Soldier and Sam has to not be Falcon, so he just... What What do they call him? Like, the like the Panther or, like, the Jaguar? What the fuck do they call him? Yeah, and he's he, wearing he that has like,
2: suit with the fucking circles on it, and, like, it's yeah. so funny, man.
0: And they make him... T- he's like... uh, They make him take this, like, nasty shot of alcohol at the fucking bar, and he's like, mm, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's pretty good. But then we do it. get that... S- yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we get to see... Bucky literally has to pretend to be the winter soldier. He has yeah. to take orders from Zemo to beat the shit out of some dudes in a bar. It's a pretty cool action scene, man. Like yeah, getting to see Sebastian Stan revert back to that winter soldier, uh, mindset was fun. I think.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, also I think, uh, this, at this point, this is where Sharon Carter comes into the, uh, yeah, the picture here, which is great because she's kind of playing that little bit of guardian angel role sort of in this scenario. Um, not anything I'm necessarily surprised by, like with her reveal, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, like, um, but still, you know, pretty well executed. I thought, yeah, for
0: sure. They get, yeah, I mean, I think that's so they get their cover blown when they're talking to whoever's upstairs at that bar, and then they get led to Dr. Nagel, yes, who. Mm-hmm apparently is the not the creator of the original Super Soldier serum, but the
2: creator of the the shit that's
0: out on the street right yeah. now. Yeah the shit that he, he, the yeah,
2: flag smashers has. Exactly. He's the guy who, who took the the um the research, if you will, from the original yeah. what was left of it from and, the winter and soldier. Like moved forward from there using what right, was already yeah. 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 he
0: says I think the words he uses are he he optimized it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. you don't mm-hmm. like you. You no longer get all like big and swole like Cap. You just are super strong. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. why Carly Morganthau doesn't look like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, she's just strong on her own. Yeah, um, but Zemo kills fucking Doctor Nagel, dude. He's like, yeah. I got all the info I wanted. Fuck you. Um. The info being that I think he says there were 20 vials of this super soldier serum made. Yeah. Um,
2: and they had made, what, five soldiers, I think they said already? so Or ten? That's what I'm... Something like that? That's I don't what remember. I... Yeah, they've...
0: I thought
3: five. I
2: thought it was five, too, we, but... Yeah. But that's we, also... They did five in Civil War, so maybe that's where that's coming from.
3: Mm. Ooh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, then there's... I don't know. This is like an action scene. There's bad guys show up. From I think I think the power broker right yeah Um, yeah and this like fight ensues and I think it's well because there's like a
1: bounty on them from Mm -hmm. the power broker right
0: right right right. um they are kind of discombobulated here they're not really work like I don't think Sam and Bucky are really working together the best they can Mm -hmm. in this like fight scene they're definitely like. I don't know if they're just looking out for themselves or they're just not working as a team, but I feel like each one is
1: like trying to take charge. Yeah,
2: yeah, for
0: sure. So
1: they're, they're clashing cause each, they each think they're in charge, which doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then and then you also have the bit here too, where you think Zemo's like he puts the mask God. on, and you think right. he's escaping, yeah. and he ends up coming comes and saves the day, which I comes thought with the was, getaway <laughs> car. I know, right? I thought it was a, just a really great moment for him, where it's yeah. like, he's really milking this, you know, as a yeah. as a sort of villain in this um in this situation. But yeah, well, I feel he like he's playing it pretty smart, <laughs> exactly.
1: Like he's yeah. he knows that like they have the resources he doesn't have, mm-hmm. exactly. and so he can just keep keep stringing them along yeah well
2: at, at the end of the, the day end. like it's a means to an end too right like exactly if he's, if he's you know ah they say that in the next episode yeah exactly so um you know it's um, i yeah. i'm kind of mad that
0: the mask has only been on for like five seconds yeah like he puts it on <laughs> and then he fights but then he immediately takes it off like daniel brule's like my face must be i'm i'm too attractive to yeah. be. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! Well, he puts it on, and he fights, but then he immediately takes it off,
2: and it's like. Um,
0: I feel like
1: it'll probably come back later, though. Let's just fucking, say that better.
2: I may or may not know things, and that the mask will probably um, come back. Like there's a Swirlers there's a good do. there's a good um, there's a good chance. Let's just put it that way.
0: I mean, after the end of last episode, or after the end of the next episode, we're going to talk about. I really do believe that the thunderbolts are coming. So the mask mm-hmm. is. I mean, he will t- at some point definitely put the mask back on. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I really would just want to start talking about episode four. So I don't think anything really else happens in this episode. Um, they leave Nagel's place. Sharon goes off on her own little adventure. Yeah. Some yeah. people were theorizing that she's the power broker, but I don't necessarily follow that.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think that's. I'm kind of curious that. who who they're gonna I, who they're gonna get to play the power broker, or if we're even gonna get to see him in this in this series.
0: Yeah, we may hmm. or may not, because I it may tie into, like, some – so because of a lot of MCU sh- – I guess it's not all modern, but, like, I think Weapon X might be tied into, like, the Power Broker. Um, hmm. uh, that's just a personal theory. Um <laughs> but yeah, so I think the power broker may like he may be in more than just this show. Just this, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It wouldn't make sense. That, um, that, that would make a lot of sense. Um, uh, yeah, after I mean, this, I think the flag smashers just kind of blow up a yeah, like a, a, I think it was like a food supply. Yeah, cash. it's a GRC. Yeah.
2: It's a GRC facility.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, but in the process, Carly Morgenthau kills civilians, not yeah.
3: just
0: yeah. other people. So that's kind of like up until then. I think she's been like. Ooh, I'm fighting the like I'm fighting the government and like mm-hmm. the Avengers, but like I'm fighting for the people and then she kills the
2: people and it's like, "Ooh, okay,
1: yeah. now you're just
0: now you're just a bad guy." Questionable. Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. Um which I think is great because it it complicates these characters in a way that's really yeah. really interesting in the following episode. Um yeah, oh, and, for then, sure. and then and yeah. then obviously like the the final moment is uh when uh, AO uh, makes her yeah. appearance, um, Ayo. yeah. And it's like, oh shit, <laughs> shit just got serious. Like, which again, it makes total sense considering, like, of course, Wakanda would know that, like, Zemo's out, and they were like, Zemo killed
0: T'Chaka. Gonna, that's what I'm
3: saying yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna fuck him up. They've too, got tabs know? on like, him, yeah.
1: and like, also the fact that like, you know, they basically saved Bucky mm-hmm. for them, then him to go, blah, for him to then go and do this.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's
2: like a big kick in the. That was face. a pretty,
1: pretty great scene. I thought with her being like, "You fucked up, and you get ten hours." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and and yeah. you know also what's what's really cool too is you know at the beginning of that episode we actually get that flashback where it's like the, the yes. Moving the, on to episode four, everybody. yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. um, at the beginning of episodes four, we have that sort of like uh, flashback where it's like he's finally been de deprogrammed, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I just thought it, it's not a huge moment, but I just thought Sebastian Stan's acting there was like so. I think it's a it was, huge, good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think I agree. I think it was a huge moment, was, and I think he he was brilliant in it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Obviously, it's a huge moment. I'm saying they didn't spend a lot of time on it. It's like a it's like sure, a sure, yeah. scene that could have been a ten minute sequence. You know what I mean? But for like, it just right. really packed a punch. No, of I th- thought so.
1: Yeah, I thought it was perfect that it was that short. Yeah, honestly, I agree. because we know totally. that you know we don't need to see more about how messed up he was and how he's okay now yeah. like as far as not going to be triggered by the code words yeah um but i thought it was a really brilliant short sweet setup of their relationship too yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah, yeah it all makes sense that she was like there at the end of the last episode because she's the one who has kind of like a connection with him yeah yeah, yeah. um i don't know you know maybe it was a romantic connection as well yeah.
2: um well I, you know i love that too yeah. it it really expands the dora Milaje as well because it's not mm-hmm. just like okoye like handling everything that's like not yeah. in wakanda like it, it just makes right. it, it's like there you know it expands everything that in a way that's really great i think so
1: yeah oh, it was I, really yeah. cool to see a lot more like new dora Milaje mm-hmm. in this episode
0: yeah absolutely yeah i like that bucky kind of just says like he's a means to an end
3: mm-hmm.
0: um and, you know, and here's kind of why, like, I think maybe they have like a personal relationship um, is because, like, you see how ruthless the Dora Milaje is everywhere else. And, you know, we basically anytime we see them on screen, they're just fucking ruthless. Yeah. Um, And she gives Bucky that time for seemingly like no reason. Right. Like she didn't yeah. have to. She could have been like, no, go fuck yourself. We're taking mm-hmm. him now. Um, that's, that's kind of the only reason I think maybe they have like a closer personal relationship is he's like, I need this time. And she's like, fine, but like Mm -hmm. you, but you don't get a lot of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally. And I love, you know, again, like there was just that whole, I mean, at least in the, the, in phase three, they kind of skipped over like a lot of that stuff with Bucky. Like, you know, he's at Wakanda and then next thing we know, like he's ready to go, you know, infinity war. Mm -hmm. So I just love that they're filling Mm -hmm. in those gaps, you know? Um, yeah. And it works really well, in my opinion. So, um, so yeah, I guess from from there, um, uh, we.
0: Go ahead, I, I do I do want to touch on one thing in episode three before we continue yeah, on with it. Yeah. 4, because I think a big thing of episode four is like the unraveling of John Walker. And yeah. in episode three, mm-hmm. I remember, and I'm pretty sure this was in episode three. There's a moment where like John Walker kind of like screams like, "Do you know who I am?" And yeah. it's like. He's yeah. already like, even before he ends up getting the super soldier serum, which I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you fucking, yeah. you watch the episode. Yeah. Um, but even before <laughs> he like goes crazy, he's already kind of being like an asshole. Like yeah. for yeah. someone to just scream like, do you know who I am? It's like, ah, you're like, that's a, that's such a fucking cocky thing to say.
1: Yeah. That's um, pretty, pretty awful.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which, and I don't know if this is the next thing in episode four after The white wolf scene but zemo has a really good conversation with the boys about like um the idea of the super soldier cannot be separated from the idea of like supremacy yeah yeah Um, Yeah. which is a really like we we know zemo's mission right yeah since civil war we know like what his mission is but i don't think we ever got like
1: the reasoning like, really? yeah
0: like his like ideology behind it and yeah it cool to see him yeah. like talk to them about like no matter if you're good or bad like the idea of like wanting to be better than everybody else cannot be unrooted from like the idea of like supremacy and it's yeah. like yeah like he's like not wrong which is funny because in that scene he's like the nazis ultron the, mm-hmm. avengers. the avengers and he's like hey that's our friends yeah uh the avengers not yeah not nazis yeah. I was just gonna yeah. say I think seriously. one of my
1: favorite lines of the episode was that yeah. clarification. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not the Nazis. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um yeah, no, seriously. And and I, I like just in general, like I think um especially the last two these last two episodes, which are written by uh Derek Kohlstad, I believe is his name. Uh just so well written. Like, just just so, so well layered, you know, like the way that all these elements, these sort of story threads are starting to come together, like, it just works. Oh,
1: that was something, sorry, just jumping back to episode three real fast, because you're talking about layers and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, After episode three, I went back and rewatched Civil War. Mm -hmm. And they like the small It just Marvel just continues to blow my mind with the smallest little tie ins and callbacks and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, because when they jump in the car with Zemo, Sam jumps in the back and is like, you're not gonna move up the seat, are you? And yeah. that is the direct opposite of what happened in Civil War, mm-hmm. and I had like forgotten about that, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
2: Yeah, it's pretty. Good. It's, a Woo, it's a Jimmy all the Woo levels. It's a Jimmy Woo level reference on that one. From yeah, me. Exactly. exactly. It's like, exactly. hey, I get that reference. Uh, yeah. By, by the way, Derek Holstad like wrote all of the John Wick movies, so that actually kind of makes a lot oh, of nice. sense. I yeah, this does really make sense. sense. Wow. <laughs> I was like, "What is what? A, where have I seen his name before?" <laughs> um, yeah. So
1: yeah, that definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm
2: um yeah and then and then uh anyway i guess at this point like uh, as the when zemo's like hey uh i can help you find like this chick you're looking for morgan yeah they're trying
0: to find a way so carly morgan like mentor died and Mm -hmm. they know she's going to be at the funeral so they want to find out where the funeral is going to be um before we move to that though i do want to say for all of zemo's hate of super soldiers and super powered people uh i think it's I don't know if it's Bucky or Sam, but they say like Um like Steve Rogers was a good man and yeah. he had the Super Soldier serum. And Zemo kind of like concedes to the fact that like he might be the one superpowered person like he doesn't have a problem with because he yeah. his response was there's never been another Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he said touche. Yeah, one of the yeah he's like, Well, what about Steve? And he goes, Touche, but there's never been another Steve Rogers, has there? Yeah. And it's like so it's and i think that's maybe how the thunderbolts might be formed is like zemo doesn't necessarily have an issue with like all superpowered people just the ones that like are maybe bad yeah or against (laughs) his narrative you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um but it was cool to see zemo like pay respects to cap yeah yeah
1: the true cap
0: yeah well yeah yeah, the only the only yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh, man. Um, but yeah, so they end up going to that GRC compound.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was. I thought that was really funny. How they just like Sam went upstairs to like talk to everybody, and everyone was just like, no, cl- like <laughs> hiding and like claw- like they were just like closing doors, like running away like, from him. Okay, and it was yeah. like, yeah, uh, yikes, bro. Yeah, I honestly right. thought like I on uh, like that did just. End up like him not finding the information, but like the way they were playing that out kind of seemed like it was going to be like an ambush or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure,
2: definitely. But
1: But, I'm okay. I'm okay
2: with that because it plays against what we're expecting to happen. You know? Yeah. Right. No, I thought it was
1: great. Basically, you know, it's we find out that it's because they don't trust outsiders. Yeah. And yeah, when that guy
0: was like, "I know who you are, Mm -hmm. and you can't help me," and it was like, "Ah, fuck."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can't even help as the Avengers, bro. Meanwhile, <laughs> Zemo's outside singing fucking Baba Black Sheep and giving children <laughs> Turkish delights. Like fucking the chick oh from fucking gosh. The Witch in the Wardrobe. Seriously. It
2: <laughs> Honestly, it reminded me of uh, of Dr. Sleep, actually, with the um, with the Rebecca mm. um, Ferguson character. Can't remember her mm-hmm. name off the top of my head, but definitely that kind the of hat. Thing. The hat, yes. Rose the hat. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Actually I understand the... your reference, but my reference actually has Turkish Delights in it. So. Oh my!
0: Gosh. And
1: another MCU alum.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. But Mr. still, Tumber.
2: that's uh, <laughs> uh, it's definitely like an interesting scene. Um, it feels, it almost feels like slightly predatory. Like you feel a little bit uncomfortable, yeah. like kind of watching that oh, scene. But absolutely. The way that it's written and the way Daniel Br- Daniel Bruhl plays it um, is, I, I was happy that it didn't it could have been worse let's put it that way it could have been yeah. way way worse so um
0: yeah i thought he was gonna like kidnap her or fucking yeah like the fuck
2: he, what it
1: yeah, was gonna do, like, but it was
2: like
1: hold her for ransom or something well and
2: again it like yeah, it it's, was creepy i think that's it's 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 interesting because it again reaffirms that idea of like okay zemo isn't like a terrible person like like we thought he may be you know what i mean based yeah. on the previous film so like again well just- he
0: absolutely understands this country's plight since what yeah. happened to him you know like yeah. if mm-hmm. he was going to be a terrible person it's not going to be to this fucking
2: yeah you know like yeah.
0: war torn well, country like his was yeah
1: because he's he also said he'd he'd been there before to that place for parties yeah, yeah.
2: right yeah, yeah yeah
0: so like
1: this was his turf in a sense you know
2: yeah Definitely.
0: so um
1: but so he ends up getting information out of this young girl
0: hmm yeah about the funeral so we do find out where the funeral is and i was i was watching look a lot of times when we talk on this show the theories are are my own wild conjecture uh, <laughs> but i was watching a breakdown theory of this episode and uh ea voss mr eric voss over at new rock stars mm-hmm. was talking about how in the last episode and in this episode he believes that there was a a, a really big subplot that was cut out of the show because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah,
2: no, that would make sense. So,
0: yeah, well, it, one of the biggest ones was in episode three, when Nagel says that, um, and I'm blanking on her name, but Carly Morgenthau's, like, mentor, he says she Mom does a tuberculosis. Yeah, that was very obviously, it, 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 like, in an added line. Like, it was Mm -hmm. ADR yeah um and then he says in like the scene in this episode where they're all sitting in that like broken down building and like they really just do the audio of the phone as they're like showing these weird close-ups of other like apparently he believes that there was a a subplot that was cut out of this movie or Hmm. show um and like I went back and rewatched it and I tend to agree with it. Like yeah. I think the death of Corley, Carly Morgenthau's mentor was supposed to play like a bigger part of
2: the show. Yeah. And instead mm-hmm. they were just like, Yeah, it's tuberculosis. She's dead. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that um I know that they were supposed to shoot big portions of this uh, show in Puerto Rico and, and yeah. the, the location definitely feels like something you'd find in Puerto Rico. So I would not be surprised. Like a lot of this, I think this was kind of the episode. A lot of it was
1: actually filmed in Prague.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that would make, that would make tons of sense, especially the stuff with John Walker later when, you know, that last yeah, scene, this, that, that was I think
1: the I think this whole episode, um, then this whole part of the world was, was filmed in okay. Prague interesting, um, interesting, because my Friend's fiance is from that area and keeps pausing the show to be like, "I know this place, <laughs> and I know um, that place." <laughs> definitely.
2: But by, by the way, I think so. Aaron Aaron Kellyman, who plays Carly Morganthau, is is really great. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember, but she's in Solo as well as um as the yeah. vi- the villain at the end, uh, who's not really a villain at all. Um, like spoilers, the, like, I guess. I-
0: the like the Marauders. Or whatever yeah, the I don't remember people. what. Her yeah, I don't know what their
2: name are. But yeah, are. yeah. yeah, but yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's just great seeing her like in this and having more to do, um, and have really enjoyed her acting in this as well. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: for sure, yeah. Um,
0: we could go over every fucking tiny detail. Um, yeah, I think no. the next big thing <laughs> that happens is John Walker and um, uh, Lamar.
1: Yeah. Lamar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah battle star as we mm-hmm. know him um they kind of come up short on leads after the last episode um so they just go well you know what we know fucking sam's got zemo let's just go fucking see what they're up to yeah and they kind of tag along to this first like carly Morganthau meeting
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and i look some fucking somehow sam convinces john to be like let me go talk to her yeah like, mm-hmm. before we storm in there let me go talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I thought this scene, man, was really good. Sam just like conceding some points. Like, look, I don't disagree with your ideology. I just don't like the way you're doing it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. And it's, this is the whole scene where they're in like the boiler room, right? Is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no. And, and the way he just like sort of chains up Zemo and then like just why Russell's acting in the way like you can tell like he's fitting he's... To, to go fuck somebody up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you also have the the whole moment of like th- as soon as he pockets the soldier, the super soldier serum, like, you know, he's taking it And the show. Oh, yeah. Like obviously like takes a little bit, a few. They try to build it up a little bit. But, you know, it's just it's great, like knowing, like, you know, essentially what's coming with all this stuff. Um,
1: I do have to say I thought it was an odd moment when Sam is like, yo, let me talk to her because, like, I used to do this for soldiers. I can I can handle this. And uh, Walker is like, yeah, I, I know those soldiers and that's why I don't want you to do this.
3: So with, Just the implication yeah. of that oh, statement yeah, 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 was yeah. odd
1: to me, um, and then Lamar has like is the one who's like, "No, dude, like he's right. Let him do this."
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's kind of like um, I think a lot of media portrays like people trying to help soldiers with ptsd don't necessarily do a good job you know like the yeah. va is underfunded they do yeah. a shitty job so just yeah. because sam says he knows how to deal with them john walker being like a soldier who's been to war is like yeah i know you do that and it doesn't fucking help us um
1: yeah I, it just made that's it, how i it, took it it sounded Ooh. more personal than like the generic helping yeah. soldiers like because he was like i know those guys so to me that i thought that he meant like yeah he personally knows the people that sam talked to gotcha but maybe i read too much into that i'm not sure no
2: i think that's kind of the way i took the took that uh that line at least but you know i also don't like necessarily know like like if that's implying to i didn't i wasn't sure if there was he was implying to like specific people that we were seeing or that we know at least at this point or if it's just more of a general kind of blank blanket statement you know what i mean
1: yeah. Uh, yeah that's how I, mean, I took it. mean yeah. I don't know that we would ever see any of those yeah, people. I, I just it, yeah. You know. Totally. I don't know. Anyway, he lets him go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk to Carly. <laughs> yeah.
3: And
0: it's, it's And he it's, all, and he's doing a really good job I think mm-hmm. of it too until yeah. John's like I'm a dick and I'm over this shit. Yeah. And, and I'm, then like ruins the meeting and she's like of of course has that classic like you betrayed me, Sam and he's like no, I told yeah. him to wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think Zemo it's... escapes. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. For
2: the first time in this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the second time in the series. Well, third time technically.
3: Third time, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Ah, oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: I think it's funny how like none of them are like Sam almost gets through to Carly. He fails. Like John's trying to capture her. He fails, and then Zemo just fucking straight up like shoots her. Like he yeah. he yeah. hits her with it. He fucking yeah. he shoots her. Yeah. Um, she loses a super soldier serum, and Zemo, I think, it's to do a little bit of, uh, just like self flating as he's fucking yeah. stomping on these super yeah. soldiers' serums. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you think he believes like the mission is like complete
1: now?
2: I think, I think yes
0: and I, no. No,
1: no, I don't think so.
2: Yeah, because you still have the super soldiers running around that. Yeah. That right. she helped create, but in terms of having more super soldiers, like obviously that part of his mission, I think is complete at this point. Like I think, I think for Zemo, Step it's like one. A, yeah. I think for Zemo, it's like control the situation first, right? Like, okay, we need to get mm-hmm. rid of the fucking super soldier serum and then we can take care of the people that like are running around doing crazy shit on it, you know?
3: Yeah. Um
2: yeah. So, yeah. Uh But of course, as we know, it wouldn't be dramatic uh, there, if there he destroyed one... all of the vials.
0: <laughs> there was one left, wasn't there?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, Convenient. Harley runs away so she doesn't get shot again, and there's one vial left. Does Zemo find and it? No, no. Zemo doesn't find it. No,
1: because he gets hit in the head with the shield. Okay, first knocked of all, out.
0: how does he get fucking hit in the face with the shield and there's no like wound? Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: also, no that bruise. he's drinking alcohol as his recovery for a concussion. Yeah. Questionable. My <laughs> man, no, he gets it. He-
3: he
2: understands. I was going to say, I think Joel begs to differ over here. <laughs> I I've knew he a, would, but yeah. like,
1: mm, you know, medical yeah. science. Oh, yeah.
0: I've had a concussion. <laughs> Alcohol didn't kill me. Yeah, <laughs> Didn't kill me.
1: <laughs> Great uh, defense, Joel. Oh Great defense. Yes.
0: So John yes. Walker finds this thing. He pockets it sneakily, mm-hmm. not telling anybody. And then he kind of like loses his patience and says like, we're taking in Zemo. Um, yeah. And then I think... It, I think what, I think it may have been eight hours. Yeah. I think it may mm-hmm. have been eight hours yeah. since, uh, AO told, uh, old Bucky that he didn't have a lot of time left.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's obviously when like walkers like, you know, what's your ju- you, you don't have jurisdiction here. And then they're like, Ugh. Oh, the Dora Milaje has jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje is. Like it's yeah. one of yeah, my it's favorite, so good. favorite lines.
3: Yeah.
0: I love right before that though. It's like, they, they, like, preface this scene with all this, like, male masculinity where, like, yeah. John Walker, like, drops the shield and he challenges Sam to, like, a regular fight. Yeah. And he's like, I don't need this fucking shield. Let's battle. And then it's like, nah, these two chicks are going to come in and fuck your shit up instead. Yeah,
2: uh, seriously. That fight scene was one of the best choreographed oh. fight scenes in the mm-hmm. MCU, dude. Yeah. Yes. It really is. Oh, God, it was so yes. good. And, and, and even, like, I mean, it's a little on the nose, you know what I mean? But even uh, Wyatt Russell's delivery where he's like, I couldn't even, like, defeat them. Like, it's just that... That self doubt that he has that is like sort of carried throughout the series. They weren't even super soldiers. I know, and it's just so like even though you obviously are meant to hate the character, it's actually kind of a little bit of heartbreaking because you realize that like he's all he's trying to do is to live up to the Captain America name. Like obviously the fact that he'll he's doing he's willing to do whatever it takes to live up to that is obviously not like a good approach in terms of his character morality. But you know, I think. I think there's something to be said for, like, sympathizing with his character and, you know, the fact that he is deep down, despite all the other shit, like, he, he's coming from a good place, but it's, like, misguided at the same time, you know? And I think that's what really makes this episode hit so hard at the end is, like, that conflict mm-hmm. that's happening, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I think, they, I... I think they
2: want you to believe that he's, like
0: – I mean, he's doing the right thing in regards to what the government is telling him to do, but that's not necessarily the right thing. thing, I think right before the Dora Milaje fight, he has a, a conversation with Lamar and he's like, would you take it if you had the chance? And he tells him like, it just, it, it just, Amplifies who you already are as a person,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that calls back to the episode three thing where he says like, do "You know who I fucking am," and it's like, "Yeah, yeah. you're not it." Like, you want to do the right thing, but you're a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, well, even exactly. in
1: that episode when the Dormalaji come in, he tries to be like, "I'm Captain America. Like, I'm gonna yeah. smooth this over because I'm the shit." Yeah, and they're, just like, the human yeah. Yeah, they're like, "Tool." Yeah. like, not nah, dude. <laughs>
2: using, using that 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 cockiness to like sort of. Uh, put a band-aid over your insecurities to a certain respect like exactly or, you know, like the exactly like the, like, he, like it's almost like he feels like he's not getting the respect he deserves as captain america quote unquote you know
1: yeah and it's like well, bitch, and you it,
2: haven't earned that shit
1: <laughs> yeah and i think kind of going back to what you were just saying joel like um he also, when he's talking to Lamar, m- talks about how like, yeah, I have these medals of valor, but it didn't feel like I was doing the right thing to get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the yeah. reason I, you know, I didn't get them for a like morally right reason. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think so, he said Afghanistan, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, which is- yeah, dude, you were pillaging, a, like you were pillaging an, another country and like yeah. the government decided to reward you for it. So like, yeah. while they're trying to tell us like, oh, John Walker's like, you know, like A good soldier he's just not a good person but it's like yeah but a good soldier in okay like I'm sorry if there are any like vets who listen to this podcast but like just doing what the government tells you to do does not make you like a good person you know what I mean like yeah Yeah. it makes you a good soldier but not a good person right yeah Yeah. but like and like especially in especially in the context of this universe where like Mm -hmm. the GRC is to the Flag Smashers like the bad guys like John Mm -hmm. Walker just doing whatever they tell him to do is like making yeah. like that makes him the bad guy
3: mm-hmm.
0: um to some you know yeah yeah to a certain degree yes
2: yeah totally yeah
1: and to be clear there are good soldiers out there like good people oh, yeah of course good not. soldiers that's
2: right. but, but that's I, not steve that, rogers what
1: you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's exactly. not what this
2: show's trying to explore though this tries no this, this no show's no trying to like well obviously we know that but for the listeners like yeah it's pretty right. obvious this show is trying to explore the flip side of like what captain america is or what we expect him to be and all the sort of things that come with that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, and
1: I mean, it's right. it's possible that John was a better person before he went to war. But yeah. war does change people. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's where a lot of this villainy yeah. is coming from, too. You know, where yeah. he still. Yeah, I think it does
0: harken back person, to. That, but, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it does harken back to the first Avenger, though, when the guy tells Steve, yeah, like, exactly. you're not like, if. If if you were the best person you could be, you wouldn't be a good soldier. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, like oh, you're you not a good Stanley soldier. Tucci? You're a good person. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stanley Tucci himself. I know, right? Um, <laughs>
2: and just to think, Stanley Tucci is like the, at least his character is like the person who's essentially responsible for like all of all, the MCU. All of it. Yeah. You know, it's like
3: like it's a Stark,
2: twenty minute yeah. cameo. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, emotionally speaking, because, like, that that character really does set up, like, who and what Captain America is supposed to be, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, like, interesting looking back on that at this current point even, so.
1: Yeah.
0: What I really enjoyed about the storytelling in this episode is I think since the beginning, I always kind of assumed that John Walker was going to get his ass kicked by a villain Mm -hmm. that he Mm -hmm. couldn't handle. Yeah. That's why he would take the serum and turn bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, ju- and they did such a good job of just, like, he was emasculated by the good, like, the Dora melage are, like, the good guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. he got, got his ass kicked by the good guys, and he couldn't handle it because he's not top brass balls of shit. Mm. Yeah. That he ends up taking the serum. um And I, I just really love how they... I think a lot of people probably assumed like, oh, John's going to be out of his depth in a fight and he has to take the fucking serum to defeat the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And then he turns bad. And it's like, nah, dog, like he turns bad to take the serum. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig it. I dig. I dig the way they just kind of like flipped it on
2: what I would assume to be like the obvious answers head. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, too. And and I think even jumping off that, like, moving forward plot-wise, like, when they have Morgenthau uh, basically call and, like, threaten Sarah, like, typical kind of thing that we'd seen, but... We actually learned that, like, no, she was just more so like trying to find out if Sam was like for real or not. You know what I mean? Who he really?
0: Yeah, exactly. And if
2: and he goes, really wanted to help. Totally, yeah. and it yeah. goes to that idea of like, who is John Walker? Well, who is Sam Wilson? You know what I mean? And and so like, I I just think that what the show is trying to do in in terms of all those different elements and bringing them together to one sort of cohesive theme about oh, you know, it's great, yeah, morality yeah. in a certain respect, like, um it it's just it was a really well constructed episode just the way they put all that stuff together so yeah,
3: yeah i don't totally. really
0: i don't remember specifically what she said in that conversation to carly but i remember mm-hmm. she was like if you believe anything believe sam's not fucking working for that guy like yeah it was yeah. something along the lines of if you believe anything sam said believe that he's not fucking with that captain america dude like yeah <laughs> really yeah. enjoyed yeah. that part of the conversation yeah. cuz it was that like captain captain he's American really yeah. really not yeah. <laughs>
2: Yep, yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, and Sam,
0: then, but Sam does show up to that private meeting, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he shows mm-hmm. up and then uh, basically... But he
1: doesn't show up alone. Yeah. Like she asked.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... Oh, the other thing that I that we didn't really get to mention that I want to talk about is when they fucking deactivate Bucky's arm. Like, that shit was kind yes! of hilarious how they're just like, oh, Poop, you don't have an arm anymore. Okay, now we're done. Yeah. You can put it back on.
1: And his face yeah, was just yeah. like... Uh,
2: yeah, he's and and Sam's what? like, Sam was like, Did you know they could do that? And he's kind of like, like, No, not really. No. <laughs> you should have, yeah, assumed. it makes it better because it is from it's from
0: AO who's been like yeah. helping him. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I put this on you, I can, fucking yeah, it yeah. Off. She's just
1: like, Stop, it's Stop like a kill playing. switch,
2: you know, it's just a
0: kill switch, yeah, on the arm. It's great, but then that is a cool winter soldier reference where he like swings his arm forward to like oh. reactivate it, yeah, which he yeah, does yeah. in the winter, like. Mm-hmm. In Captain America and the Winter Soldier, just mm-hmm. these small. Oh, and when he retaches it, there's like the purple, like the purple glowy yeah. bits in his arm, yeah. which is the same tech like that the Black
1: uh,
3: that
2: yeah. Black Panther has in in, in yeah, his the, suit. Um,
3: the,
1: yeah,
2: the nanotech. It's not nanotechnology, but it's yeah. the uh, yeah. I, I can't think. The of kinetic that. energy yeah, shit. Yeah, kinetic. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then obviously like uh, uh, like shit. Goes out of hand again quickly. This time, uh, I think Morgenthau is able to ex- uh, escape. Um, oh no 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 no. Well, she, no! They fight and then she uh, she does the dirty on. Uh, on well, her they buddy.
0: know. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. They they find out. So like we skipped over all of the Sharon shit in this episode, but it's very small. They like, yeah. Sharon seems to know all these bad guys. She's like walking through this like tunnel and is just like head nodding. And she's walking through all these like barricades that you would expect mm-hmm. them to like check who you are, but she's just being able to walk through all them. Yeah. But they basically yeah. ask for eyes in the air. Like if John Walker comes for Carly, like let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, And in that meeting, she's like john walker is fucking here what's up yeah Yeah. watch watch out um and that's the first time we get to see like he he throws the shield and the dude dodges it and it gets lodged in the wall yeah And that's Mm -hmm. kind of the first that's the first little sign we get that he took the serum you're like oh Mm -hmm. he's fucking strong yeah (laughs) yep yeah and then we get a couple of the fights where he's like bending the pipe on the dude and the dude's like Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. Realize,
2: yeah. and 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 just and to, go ahead, learn.
1: I was just saying, I think that's also when at least Sam realizes
2: mm-hmm.
0: well, yeah, he uh, like, that he's taken like,
1: the Sam because he sees him bend the pipe. He beats yeah.
2: the fuck out of that dude, and he's like, "What did you do?" Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and then uh Morganthau as she's escaping, she basically like kills. Um, what's his name? His, Lamar, can, Lamar. Thank you. I don't know why I keep forgetting. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Just wanna, she you just she takes get some right hostages. The, the action, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I just I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited know, okay? I mean, um, it's go ahead, sir.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay.
2: Yeah. The end of the scene is she
0: literally fucking Superman punches him, and he mm-hmm. like flies back and Probably like breaks his neck on a, a wall. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like in 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 that fight scene, like prior to Battlestar's death. I really enjoyed seeing a lot of like Falcon using his like wingsuit in like close quarters. Mm, you know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. We usually see him like out in the air mm, or like yeah. using red wing, but it's really cool to see him like use like, cause you would think like, Oh, how would that work in like, in yeah. like a small room? And he's like, here, let me fucking show you. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought like that fight scene was really cool. It was creative for instead sure, of yeah.
1: running, just flying away.
0: yeah Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He like used yeah. it to his advantage. Like, he, like, pulled the dude... I don't know. I, I, a lot of the way he used it in that scene, I thought was, like, super creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: Um. Uh, was really yes. cool. But Battlestar has been um tied up in another room for mm-hmm. this entire fight. And the Carly's friend, Nico, who earlier in the episode said that he was actually a fan of Captain America... Because um, his is, grandfather
1: fought Nazis.
0: Yeah, is hypocritically holding john walker chest open for carly to come and stab him in the chest Mm -hmm. and battlestar tackles carly to defend john walker carly responds by fucking one man punching him
3: (laughs) to death Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah and that's when john walker loses his His mother fucking mind Mm
3: -hmm.
0: guys this might be (laughs) <laughs> One of the coolest fucking sequences in the MCU to date, yeah.
1: and I think the most visually brutal, to be honest. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the I most wrote, blood we've ever seen in the MCU. Yeah,
0: I wrote in my notes right here: blood is rare in the <laughs> MCU. Yeah, exactly. Really um, and we've really seen we is. see it
1: a couple times in this episode because we see it when Carly gets shot too.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But like, people get shot in the MCU all like falcons murked a bunch of motherfuckers you know yeah Yeah. a lot of movies and you don't usually see blood they're just like "Oh, i got shot and i'm dead yeah 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 um john walker's even bleeding from like the temple yeah like uh, uh, assuming he's got some kind of a head wound from that fight but yeah he does the opposite of um steve rogers in civil war when he or not civil war yeah it's in no Captain America Winter Soldier, when Wanda throws him up and into the roof or like into mm. the window. Oh, yeah. John Walker yeah. runs and jumps out of the window mm. and lands yeah. and is chasing after Nico. He's trying to find. Actually, did you guys know? Where is she? Yes. <laughs> Screams, where is she? And I was like, ah, oh, he pulls a Christian Bale. Yeah. My life has been forever ruined from that fucking phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You have to say something else like, where did she go? Like you can't well, say that. Well, it's where also the anymore.
1: tone that he says it. It literally sounds like they yeah. took the audio of Batman. Christian Bale. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
0: absolutely. It was it was it it was rough. Um but he chases down Nico, the old Captain America fanboy, and uh you know does the old beat down on him and he's laying on the steps of that monument. And Mm -hmm. here's where I like, (sighs) I get that John's doing the bad thing here, but my favorite part is when the dude's like, it wasn't me. And it's Uh, like, yeah, yeah, sure. It wasn't you, but you were also just holding his chest open for Carly to stab him five seconds ago. Like, what are you trying to absolve yourself of? Like I didn't kill baddest I was just trying to kill you. Yeah. Doesn't make it any better. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Yeah,
1: but I also feel like the fact that like he's clearly trying to come after him because he killed his best friend. And then like mm. he, the fact that he does say it wasn't me multiple times. And then John still
0: I get that. Bashes but him to death. think back like, to that fight scene. If he was like if he was fighting John and John turned around and killed him because he was trying to stab him, like. Would he be yeah. like, why are you trying to kill me now? but then he was like it wasn't me and it was like nah,
1: well, you're
0: you're not you're not innocent
1: i uh, i get what you're saying but i do think it, it added some weight in definitely. that moment especially because at least to the bystanders yeah, Oh, 100%
0: yeah. i'm just playing the devil's advocate of like you're a, you're a, you're a bad guy you just oh, tried to yeah, kill him like definitely. 5 fucking and seconds I, ago and i think
3: it
1: yeah.
2: comes from a place of like that pure reaction of like you're going to do whatever you're going to say whatever you need to to not to like save your life to not die. like yeah. you, you, you know what i mean <laughs> And but you know what I love about I mean and it's obviously pretty it's pretty obvious like dramatic irony but I still think it's good dramatic irony is like the guy who fell in love with Captain America as a kid and then like it, the ended shield. up rebelling yeah. against that sort of system ends up getting killed by that system to a certain respect so it's just it's yeah it's it's smart storytelling and everybody's recording this yeah. attack
0: that John Walker just brutally murders this dude, yeah. which the irony is not lost on us that it's the same kind of like motion that Steve used mm-hmm. to deactivate Tony in civil war.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But he only does the, like you, you know, in civil war, it's like, he's going to decapitate him. And he yeah. just hits him once hits
1: the arc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the arc. But John Walker goes in for multiple hits to brutally murder the dude
1: yeah. in the middle of a town square. <laughs>
0: Yeah. When everybody's recording him, and like we said, blood is rare in the MCU. Mm-hmm. We get the fucking shot. But Bucky oh. and Sam roll up like what just happened. Yeah. And Zemo. And John Walker's got the too, shield. Right? Uh not that I remember. No, oh, Zemo no, escaped has at escaped, escaped yeah, at this okay. point. Yeah, okay. yeah. He, he is, is, oh yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk, talk about, about that, but he escaped
1: during that door yeah. fight. During the
0: Doralage fight, he El Chapos it as Sam says and goes through the sewers and he escapes. it, yeah. But fucking after he murders his duty, he's got the shield on his arm and it's the upshot of like the Ugh. shield covered in blood. I know. The bloodiest I gotta say have ever seen in the MCU. I think.
1: Yeah. So, I I'm pretty sure like I, I would swear on whatever that it is. The bloodiest shot that we've ever seen in the MCU, oh, yeah. but and, like, and it's like the toughest, like worst thing to see, but also like the greatest shot of all time.
0: That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that <laughs> I was like, I get that. I'm supposed to hate you, but I fucking love this scene. Like, it is yeah, so good. just
1: like that—that that pan up with the with the soundtrack that's happening, and that like, ugh, from a from a film standpoint, it was gorgeous.
0: Yeah. So he can't be Captain America anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, clearly. The
0: Implications of this episode are like people have record like it's the social media age. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. people were asking for his autograph while he was in that like when he was having that conversation with Lamar about like whether mm-hmm. he would take the serum or not. He was like signing autographs, right? Like people know he's there. People know who he is. Yeah. And they've got video of him brutally murdering someone. Um,
1: Who says he didn't do it. Like,
0: right. Exactly. Yeah. And this is where I think the Thunderbolts kind of come into play. So he's been called Captain America this entire time, but we know John Walker is the U S agent, which is another character in the MCU or Mm -hmm. not the MCU in Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Zemo's going to come back with that mask and create his own little team with one U.S. agent, John Walker, since he can't be Captain America anymore. What do you guys think?
1: Interesting.
2: I find it hard to believe only because he's a super soldier and Zemo is yeah. totally against the super soldiers. So, But I, Zemo is against that in the comic books and he still runs the Thunderbolts. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just, uh, I wouldn't, I would not be, I would not expect a larger team up uh, in this series. I think this series is definitely. Oh, not like, in this. More I'm focused. saying they're setting they're setting it up. it up for sure. There's only but two like, episodes yeah, left. It's yeah, not I wouldn't, in this fucking I wouldn't expect fucking like you know some sort of. I don't know. You could maybe. You could definitely lay the seeds for that. Let's put it that way. Um, but but yeah, I mean. I just think it's, you know, it's a really interesting place to leave the series, especially essentially like what is at the end of this the second act, late second act, you know, early third act mm-hmm. uh, in the story. So, yeah, I just I hope that everything's going to tie up well together and that uh, we're going to get like a sort of a compelling ending to all of these story threads that are starting to come together, which I mean, I'm digging everything so far. It's funny because yeah. there are a lot of people and I know you you felt this way a little bit, Joel, where it's like. The first two episodes were kind of like, meh. You know, like a lot of people weren't like sold on it. And me is like, I dig it. Like, I dig. I understand what the show's trying to do. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. Don't very... fucking throw me under the bus. No, no, no. And
0: I'm, fucking... not, I'm not
2: saying you do. I love just... the episodes.
0: I just whoa. didn't understand how they were going to do everything. Exactly. In the amount of
2: time they had. Totally, totally. Yeah, I... And that's and that's not to, like, not to say that you hated it. But you weren't like, there's a lot of people that were like, okay, this is good. But like, I'm not blown away by this, right?
1: Yeah. And, I mean, and... I've... Go ahead. sorry Taylor yeah, you go, go first and then I, no I was just gonna say i I was never like oh my god yes Falcon winter soldier yeah. like I've always yeah. been like yeah we'll see what happens exactly. but like it's definitely it's definitely um superseded my expectations i guess
2: definitely and it's what's way more compelling now too and i just that's funny Yeah, exactly it's funny because that's why i think it's interesting is like i definitely saw what this story was trying to do and found it fairly compelling from from the beginning but it seems like this episode episode four in particular was like where a lot of people were like, oh, shit, like, okay, I really see what this show is trying to do and, like, I'm 100% on board. And, I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks when, like, you know, you're in episode four and there's only two more left and people are finally <laughs> on board. But I still think that's a good thing. I think that's, like, that yeah. means that, like, you're, you you have good storytelling. Like, that's captivating people in a way yeah. that's making them want to see how the story ends. So
1: Yeah, I mean, people I had – getting s- used to TV
2: again. Yeah, yeah I mean – It's true.
1: You know and how to watch it now. Get,
2: getting used to Marvel TV, too, is still kind of yeah. weird, you know? I don't know if I'm going to be sort of used to that yet, at least until we have a fix of, like, some Marvel proper, you know, so I, theatrical release, so to speak.
1: You know, I was thinking about that t- today, actually, because I, I finally got to watch the episode this morning. Yeah. Um, I think WandaVision was easier for me to take as a tv show Mm -hmm. than this is because of how episodic it was in its nature whereas like watching this episode today i was like ready to find the resolve like find out the resolve to this whole thing today and then i was like no i have two more
2: weeks definitely definitely and even
0: because
1: it feels so much more cinematic Mm
0: -hmm. i have always stated that i want an x-men tv show I don't want any more fucking movies. I don't want any more fucking hour and a half (laughs) Dark Phoenix bullshits. I want, I want what we have right now. I want every Marvel property to have its own fucking television show. And then the big blockbuster movies are the fucking team up movies at the end or the crossover movies. Yeah. Avengers. Yeah. yeah, All the like the big blockbusters are all the shit at like the end of like the line, right? At, At like the end of the subway car. Like, I want like an X-Men TV show. I want a Fantastic Four TV show. I want a fucking Secret Wars TV show, or like a, a Secret Invasion fucking TV show. And then the end of all of these plot lines is the big blockbuster movie, which of course will never happen because they want all the money. But like, <laughs> yeah. I think this plays so well as nine. Like imagine a Falcon in the, in the Winter Soldier movie. All of this yeah. shit. A lot of the shit we, we wouldn't have gotten. Yeah. No, a lot no of this would have been left out. Yeah, it just um, it's
1: it's been stab it's been further establishing these characters and like delving yeah. into more detail of these characters so nicely, and I think that was, it. Like you said, it's it's been missing from the movies because there's just not time for yeah. it, and I think it's making a lot more people fans of these characters that weren't otherwise like. Yeah. Not that they necessarily didn't like them, but they weren't as invested in mm-hmm. them or yeah. you know, as intrigued by them because we didn't know a lot about them.
2: Yeah, exactly. Sure. And and that's so. where these, these 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 series essentially become character explorations for like, you exactly. know, the, like they said, I mean, they they were trying to explore like lesser t- characters that didn't get as much screen time in any of the previous movies, you know, and I think it's yeah. it's really a testament to like you know, and and obviously like a TV show episodic format like this even miniseries whatever you want to call it and and a film obviously like ha- each have their boundaries and limitations and all that stuff and uh sure. i think you know i think it's good that that we can have our cake and eat it in that respect like we can have the yeah. six hour tv show and then we can also have the two hour fucking black widow movie you know what i mean yeah um yeah well, so yeah. i think
1: i really like that idea joel because i i i feel like it would it would have been so nice, as much as, of course, the MCU is, is great and wonderful, it almost would have been nice to have a lot of these type of shows earlier with some of these other Avengers. And so, like, moving forward, it would be great to have these subplots to make the larger... Movies even yeah. more impactful, you exactly.
2: Know? And I think yeah, that's that's I'm where saying, these shows man. are really going to shine is when you get to characters like Moon Knight and like She Hulk and like characters that haven't yeah. been established that are first going to be established in the TV exactly. series and then exactly. appear, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: so I think we. I know they didn't give us fucking Reed Richards in WandaVision. You know, <laughs> they haven't necessarily done anything with Weapon X yet. We haven't seen the end of the uh, the fucking series yet yeah. of fucking the Winter Soldier, but. I think like I think you should uh, I think it would be smart to start laying these seeds you know for the larger movies because I just think it plays don't I mean don't get me wrong I cried watching Avengers Endgame in the theater you know I love these mm-hmm. big moments but I just think I want to spend more time with these characters always you know what I mean mm-hmm. like if they came to me and they were like hey we're never making a Spider-Man movie again but you're going to get 10 seasons of like the like the amazing spider-man on HBO. I'd be like, let's fucking go dude. Like I, I fucking prefer that. So I'm always like more over like, I don't want to say more over better, but like more over like bigger.
2: Yeah, like
0: I mean,
3: yeah, I guess yeah.
0: that's quality over or like quantity over quality.
3: I yeah. don't like.
2: Well, that, I mean, but the, but the thing is, is these shows are the quality of the movies. So like that's that's the what difference. I was just gonna say. Yeah. They're proving
1: that they can do. Yeah. The quality yeah. in this quantity. Are you yeah. saying I can have quality so. and quantity?
2: But yeah, well, what? exactly. And I mean, oh word on the God. street is that, that each of these episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier cost roughly around 25 million, which is pretty fucking massive for. for a yeah. show. I mean, Game of Thrones is probably the only thing that's come close to that or even probably surpassed yeah. it, I would imagine. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and again, I think I think it really comes down to like story, like the storytelling prowess, like understanding who these characters are what they mean to this universe and what is the best way to tell their stories right some mm, some yeah. characters and some films or, or uh, some characters and some stories are going to be better told as a film some characters and some stories are going to be better served uh, uh, use, do, doing the tv show thing like I, I again i think you can have both like i'm not saying like yeah. i want everything to be like tv shows from now on for my MC. no like however you want to tell that story is is the and That's why I think, like, obviously we trust Kevin Feige at this point. Like, he knows the best way to tell these stories. And so that's why I think it's, like, Marvel's really in a sweet spot right now of, like, they can really kind of do whatever the fuck they want. And, like, people eat it up, you know? So it's, like, and I mean, I'm okay with that, you know?
1: I feel like that is exactly it of, like... We trust Feige because he's been doing it in movie format for so long. Yep. So the fact that they can, they've accomplished what they can, have accomplished with mm-hmm. such a short format yeah. in comparison um to then expand that into a TV series, I think is why they are so, so far so good because mm-hmm. they have that experience of making something so concise, so mm-hmm. good. So they, have the wherewithal to be able to pick and choose yeah. what will be the most impactful in the television format, mm-hmm. like absolutely to to drop in on top of the the basic that we already know from the movies. Yeah, know?
2: definitely, yeah. definitely, and it just adds that extra layer of dimensionality to the characters, you know, into the universe that mm-hmm. I think like it, it just works really well. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. First, yeah same dude the same
0: but so this, the the first footage we ever got of this was the big game spot yeah. two years ago at the super bowl yeah we saw mm-hmm. sam throwing the shield uh-huh. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has to come next uh, um, uh, yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised he originally turned down the role of Captain America to give the shield to the museum. They fucked him. They gave it to John. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we think they come back to him to retake the mantle of Captain America?
2: Or, or you know, maybe... Or he takes the shield. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, in the, in the end result, like, you know, maybe he sees what... The continuation of the last, you know, scene from uh, episode four is either a confrontation where he, like... John either leaves the shield and, and runs off or does something fucking crazy. Yeah, I, and I don't think he'll do that. No, no, no. <laughs> but Or he takes it from him. Or the government's like, yo, uh, you're a PR nightmare. Like, we're taking this shit yeah. back. And then what I would love to see is I would love to see them fucking – do what they did with Zemo, but for the shield. Like, how do you how do you get the shield back? You know, heist how do you how back, do you heist yeah. the shield? Back? Yeah, that would be. Awesome.
1: Well, I mean, they've done is, it before, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
0: well that's why Sharon. <laughs> oh man, we didn't even touch on the fact like why Sharon is having to hide away in Madripoor. Like, yeah. she stole the shield and the wings. For like mm-hmm. she like she's like yeah. a fucking international criminal. That's why she has to fucking work for the power broker. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like the line from. Bucky basically telling Sam like you turn down the shield he's like if I have to take the shield from like John myself like he's like if you don't want it I'll I'll be fucking Captain America yeah I thought it was good like he in all of his insecurities of like if if Steve was wrong about you then he's wrong about me Mm -hmm. also still like he's also ready to like yeah. If I have to, I'll be fucking Captain America. Yeah. yeah. Go fuck this
1: Yeah. If it's that guy or me, it's going to be me.
0: Yeah, if it's not you and it's not him, I'll fucking yeah. do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, speaking of the shield, I loved at the end of that fight with the Dormology how she popped the shield up onto her arm.
0: Oh yeah. The classic Two. fucking
1: Yeah. The classic, classic Steve Cat Rogers move. elevator scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was Pretty cool good. to see Apparently, someone else wield it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a shield and see if, like, I like. How does everybody just know how to do that move? It seems like physically impossible. <laughs> well, to, to be fair, well, you have to
1: have the thing to catch it on. So. They did
2: harbor Steve for a while in Wakanda too, so you might have taught him some tips, yeah. tips yeah, and tricks true. on shield. Well, There's and a thousand and one ways to use a shield. They're <laughs>
1: master, go. master warriors. So yeah, exactly. Um, And it's vibranium, so.
0: Shout out to the one scene where Zemo's talking to Bucky and Sam goes, don't listen to him. He's just going to do his head tilt thing. And Zemo's already tilting his head and he like straightens it. He's like, no, I'm not.
3: No. That's that's really, really
2: great, man. Again, the character stuff, the character beats are so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of comedy in this, but when they do it, it's good.
1: Yeah. 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 It's. For for being such a serious show, it's also got some of the best comedic moments.
2: Yeah, they put it in the right spots.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean yeah. at the
2: end at the end of the day, this show was pitched as like a buddy cop comedy, like between these two guys, like something can yeah. to like Forty Eight Hours or you know any of those sort of eighties early nineties buddy cop movies. So makes sense, yeah. you know, it's that same kind of vein. Yeah, totally, definitely. And that's it.
0: Yeah. The next time you the next time you hear from us, uh, Wolverine will be in the show. The finale will happen. <laughs> Sharon Uh, will be
1: the power broker. Sharon will be the power
0: broker. Wolverine will fight the Winter Soldier. And Steve will be back from
1: the dead.
2: We might get a cameo by
0: Ralph Boner. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be... Ralph Boner is going to be a part of the Thunderbolts. It's going to be crazy. He will
1: secretly have been Mephisto all along. Yeah,
0: exactly. He was the fly. Mephisto is the puppeteer of uh, Thunderbolt Ross, who hired Zemo Oh gosh. I don't know. We're going we're we're going off. Going course. To, we're going into, we're hollow, going Earth. into hollow, Earth. hollow Earth land right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to crazy town, Joel. King Kong in the MCU confirmed.
2: <laughs> uh, Taylor,
3: uh. where can everybody
2: find you on the internet? Oh man, you can find me uh on Twitter at Taylor Salin. Beautiful. Lauren.
1: I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on the Instagrams and the clubhouse.
2: Nice.
0: Sick. You know me, I'm the LA nerd. I'm everywhere on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Banned from Facebook for a while, but you know, you weren't you probably weren't following me on Facebook anyway. Uh like I said, the next time you hear from us, it'll be the finale, baby. Hey. It'll probably be the same thing where I'm like, Yeah, let's I guess we can talk about episode five, but I just want to talk about episode six. Yeah. Um, Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll try. Yeah. But until then, later, nerds. Peace.
3: Bye.